Aloha. Aloha. <sighs> How's uh, the mainland? It's good. They're probably not as good as Kauai. Kauai, it's uh, easy living here. Just sit back and watch the clouds. and It's nice doing island life. Everything's a little bit slower. You're living the good life, man. I'm li- living the good life. That's why I was slow to do the recording today. Yeah. I'm just sitting here well, watching the done. sunset. Drinking a nice cold beer. Are you actually watching the sunset? Yeah. From like your room, or are you are you like outside? Yeah, right from my balcony. Nice. What time is it there? Six thirty. You know what time it is here? Nine thirty. It's past my bedtime. Well, if uh, 9.30 is your bedtime, then maybe you need to, uh, I don't know, maybe you're really old now, and that's the time you need to go to bed. I think we got to shut it off now. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. <laughs> no. Um... So what's been going on? How's, how's, the last, how's the last week been? I know our listeners Good. are dying, dying to wait for another recording to see what, what, we've, what we've been up to. Yeah, well, I got a microphone for the phone, but I'm using it right now, so I'm testing it out. Um, a microphone so for the phone? Yeah, like you just like stick the, the microphone into the phone. And, and what, um, what is this going to do? Oh, it just it just it should just hopefully make my make you know make it sound better on my end. But I when I tested it, it wasn't a whole lot better. So I don't know if I'm I might not even keep it. But I'm just testing it out right now. Are you are you slowly just going to transform your your room into this giant recording studio eventually? I want to. I, I honestly have, would want. You're going to have the headphones on and big mic sitting right in front of your lips. I want to turn it into like the Howard Stern studio. You can be Howard, and I'll be like Robin, just laughing all your jokes. Yeah. You you can you can be my Robin. <laughs> you can. Uh, I'll be the the Robin, and you'll be my uh, not Batman, but but Howard Stern. That guy's still recording, yeah. isn't he? He is. He's in like his seventies. Oh my gosh! Or maybe even older. I don't know. He's um. He's tightened it up, though. Well, he's like he's not as crazy as he was. I think he's kind of like more like a normal guy, more like a normal. What was he before? Not, not a, a normal guy. Well, no, not as provocative, not as crazy. I think he's more like a Larry King type or something, kind of. I kind of feel at, at that point you don't really need to gain more listeners. You're you can just talk and do whatever you want to do, and people will still listen to you at that point. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. I don't know what his why he changed. If it was like cancel culture, or or if it was like, 
he's just old now and he has like kids and you know he doesn't want to come off like a pervert or whatever in the 70s (laughs) (laughs) well Uh, i I I think it's because he, he doesn't need to do anything his whole thing was to be very provocative and people would be like oh what's he gonna do today oh my gosh i just gotta listen and now people just listen just to listen yeah I mean, great, great for him. I mean, he just, in a he, way, just do what, I, he can do what we're doing and just get paid millions of dollars. Yeah, it seems like the perfect. Seems like a really good job, honestly. To be, I mean, honestly, I think that like being like a podcast host is like one of the best jobs because um, you don't really have to like you don't really even have to leave your house. You just sit at your, you know, microphone and just talk, basically. If you if you're really good at it. Well, you have to keep talking about something interesting. Yeah, you can't. You can't I just mean, sit there I, and I, say, "Green leaf, brown wood, sky blue." Yeah, I mean, you've oh. got to be good at it. Unless you're really interested in what's just naming things that are in front of you. Or you just have to be like famous. I tell you, I tell you, the best job, an even better job yeah. than Howard Stern is. Those kids who they're probably what nine, ten years old, and their job is just to open open presents, and they and they play with toys, and they, oh, they yeah. get oh, yeah, YouTube? yeah, it's it's these kids, and all they do is open presents, and they have a giant, amazing toy, and they just start putting together, and they start playing with it, and they get paid tons of money just to record that. They get paid to open presents. Yeah, like even my kids watch it. They go, "Oh wow, look at that! It's a giant egg. What's in the giant egg? I gotta see what's in the giant egg." And then it's like a thousand Hot Wheels. They go, "Oh, look at all the Hot Wheels in the giant egg!" And the kids are just kids just playing with these toys. That's all he's doing. I mean, it seems like if you wanted to, you could just if you really wanted to make money, you could like just put your kids and just have your kids do that. And then, well, how many get how many get a giant egg with with a thousand Hot Wheels? I'd have to have to pay for that. Well, yeah, I mean, you gotta buy them presents, I guess, or whatever. But then you, hopefully, you know what I should do? I should bags. I should go I go down to stores and say, hey, give me a some extravagant gift, and I'll record my son playing with it, and then maybe everyone will come into your store and then buy and buy it buy more of them. Think that would work? Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know anything about like that world, so I don't know how how easy it would be. Like if you just put like I don't know how many kids are doing it or whatever. I mean, it seems like it's easy. Like you said, it seems like all you got to do is just put your kids on YouTube and have open presents. And but well, there's o- there's only one kid that I know that does it on YouTube. I don't know if there's a bunch. Of, I'm sure there's a bunch of parents who are trying to do the same thing with their kid. Like look at I would I would imagine look at, yeah look look at Billy open the present. Yeah. Now, look how happy he looks playing with with this toy, and is hoping to get, I don't know, people pay to watch that. I guess. I mean, the super the da- the only downside to it is, and it's kind of like a big downside is like, do you want your kid on YouTube at a young age? You know what I mean. And for a lot of parents, it's probably no. So like, if you're willing to put your kid on YouTube, I mean. Um, but yeah, there's, there's what, one what, channel what's, that I What's watch. the issue with putting your kid on YouTube? What do you what is uh you think is going to happen? 
I mean, I think some people have an issue. I don't really know because like, I don't have kids, but I've talked to people who have like an issue with putting their kids on YouTube or like having their kid be like a child actor or something because you're kind of putting in, them into this role that they might not even really want to do or something. Like, you know I think I mean? being a child actor is different than being a YouTuber because a YouTuber is you're just sitting at home and you're recording a video. A child actor, you're going to auditions and doing all these weird things to get some types of uh, part in whatever film or movie or something. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I don't, I don't really have any problem with it, but I could see how... Well, you don't have any kids. Why would, you have, why would you have a problem with it? Well, that's kind of what I'm saying. I, I don't really know, but... I mean, if, if you, if that's ha- if you had kids, would you want them to be a YouTube star? I mean, I don't really have a problem with it, but I mean, if that's the case, like, you might as well put your kids on YouTube and try and have them be a YouTube star, right? I mean, it's kind of like, why not, you know? Why not? What if it, yeah, it damages them kids... psychologically? Well, that's what I'm saying. What are you, what are you saying? Problem, I'm saying that some people are against it because they don't want to put their kids on YouTube. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I don't have kids. Um, so we're saying really know, like, if you hypothetically had children. Like, would I do it? I, honestly, I don't know. What would, your, what would their names be? My kids? Yes. What are your kids' names? I don't know. Because I don't have kids. You should really know your children's names. But, well, I mean, I, like, I've thought about this before. And I thought about, like, Nathan and... Or Natalie, Nathan and Natalie, or Nathan or Natalie. I like oh, you want to you want to go with the the end theme, huh? Yep. Why end? I don't know. For some reason, I just like those names. And do you remember, like, we had those family friends, Nathan and Natalie. It was like the um, you might not remember. It was a while ago. It was um, the Hedges. No. Yeah, like what, one time. Your name. Your name is after time, after the Hedges. Well, I like, I like, I just like their name. What is it about the but, name? Um, for whatever reason, I just like the name Nathan. I like the name Natalie. <laughs> but, um, would, anyways, you Nate, would you call him Nate? Nate and Nat? Nate and Nat, yeah. <laughs> Let's get to the meat and potatoes of this podcast because I feel like. Yeah, what's the meat? What's, what's the two meat? What's the meat and potatoes? Is there anything you want to talk about, first of all? That I want to talk about? As yeah. In regards to what? Or normal TV, movies, entertainment. I've been watching a new show while I'm on the plane flight out here. What new show? It's a show you're not going to like. I think once they start talking about the show, you're no. not going to be interested in it. Tell me what it is. I want to try to see if you can guess. What What is a show that you know uh, or types of shows that you don't like? You just, you just won't watch. You're not Marvel interested. Or... Mar- yeah, Marvel. Got Marvel or, or what's the other one? Or um, DC. DC. It's a DC show and it's called Titans. And I, I actually really enjoy it. I, I finished the first season. And it's uh, more of a, you know, and not, I wouldn't say NC-17, but definitely uh, it's very graphic. 
and it talks about uh, these group of uh, DC superheroes. So it'll talk about more, not not really Batman, but Robin, and then they'll talk about uh, other characters that were more minor uh, characters in the comics. What channel is it on? Or streaming? Service? I don't know. It, it's on H. It's on HBO Max. And I've been watching it, and it, it's pretty good. If because I'm more of a Marvel guy, and I don't really know too much about DC, and I was, you know, I'm going on a plane flight over, so I was looking at something that I could download on the plane flight, and I decided to uh, put this one on, and it surprisingly is very good. Uh, it, you definitely would not like it, simply because you're not into any of those superhero type shows, but it's. I like it because it's definitely more uh, graphic uh, than, you know, other superhero type shows. And it seems like they have pretty good character development for the characters that are in there. Um, so, yeah, that's the show that I've been watching. And I've been really liking it. Okay. Is it is it like a real life um, show or is it like car- cartoon or anime? No, not cartoon. It's it's real life, like real uh, real life. Um, has all the different actors and they, uh, yeah. So I, I, I've just been really, really liking it because it, it really does good job in the character development and I like it that it's not, uh, it's not really for kids, which I love superhero films and, uh, TV shows that are more, more closer to like the rated the rated R side. I just feel like I, I love watching those those types of movies and shows. So by graphic, you mean rated R, like more violent kind of violent language. You know all all the all the good stuff that makes a a rated R movie rated R. <clears throat> the blood and the gore and the sex. The bl- oh yeah, all like. of that. It's all in there, baby. Yeah, it's all in there. And man, that Robin guy, that guy's a player. He's going around seducing all these all these women. It's great. Good stuff. You mean like Bat like Batman's Robin? Is it? Yeah, it? yeah, Batman's Robin. But like there's no one famous in it. I don't think so. I mean no, no one I know. They're famous that they're in the show. Yeah. It's it's not a household name if I said any of their names. Yeah. I wonder if we, like, you know, I wonder if we could um, get someone who's, like, famous? Kind of, like not famous, not famous, but, like, like a D-list, kind of like, you know, somebody who you're like, oh, like, I saw that guy, and I wonder if we could get anybody, you know what I mean, like that, like, anybody who's, like, in a show. What's a, what's a D-list? Not... What's a D-list? I don't even know. Um I mean, I can get you. I can get you people on like the F list. Like who? Who would that be? So, before I came out here, I was talking to my son's uh, karate instructor, and this guy, interesting guy, uh, he's a huge Star Wars guy, and he kept name dropping all these people who were, like, oh, I I know the guy that was a stormtrooper in scene 24 and in, in return of the Jedi. And I'm like, what was it? What does that mean? And I guess 
I didn't know this, but the whole Star Wars world has people who were literally in a scene, like a background actor or something, and they were in it for probably like a millisecond in the movie. But you, you could, if you watch those old movies, see where they're at. They go around and do autograph signings and all these different things. And I guess the guy says he makes like almost uh, six figures. No way. Sorry. I, I know I sound really stupid. Six figures, like a hundred thousand dollars, right? Or more. Yeah. 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 So he makes about a hundred thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, just going around. Yeah. Going around to different places and he'll say like, I'll, you know, you come see me that you get some type of payment and he just signs and it's just a picture of this guy in the scene and he'll like sign little autographs and people take pictures with how'd, him. How would you even know if it's him? Is there in those like those costumes, right? Yeah, they're in costumes. I don't know. I mean, it's a good question. I guess uh, he's in the credits. So that's how you know it's him. Yeah. So if you see the end of the credits, like Stormtrooper 4 was Bob Ukulele. I don't know. You know, so. So do you uh, think we can get one of those guys? Someone like that. Someone who's like been in something, but like no one really knows who they are. Probably, yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't imagine these, these guys are doing anything. Uh, you, you'd have to say, do you want to join our podcast? And then just when you tell people especially people who are on that list, like, do you want to join our podcast? They'll jump at it. Uh, now, they'll get a yeah. little bit dis- disappointed when they find out what the podcast actually is. <laughs> no, yeah. one's really li- no, one's really listen- no one's really listening to it. But I, yeah, I, I, think, I, think, people... I think you can get people on there and just say, hey, do you want to do my podcast? People just think, oh, yeah, I wonder oh, what oh. some people, if you're like, hey, we have a podcast and we interview celebrities and, like, they're not very famous at all, so they just, like, jump at it. They're like, yeah, I'll do it. You know what I mean? Like, cool. And then... They come on and they realize, oh, man, like nobody listens to this. But, <laughs> I mean, what, what do they have to lose, you know? Yeah, it's what, what like else they, phone call. Yeah, those guys, they, they just go around to comic book shops. and I don't know how people are paying money to for, for these people to show up. But uh, I, think what they, I think what happens is, like, comic book shops do some type of promotion. And they'll do some event and they'll say, this person is here. And they'll pay this person, you know, probably, like, you know... One hundred, two hundred dollars, or something to show up, and they just go around these places and just do that. And I think they just make a decent amount of money just driving around doing these things. Speaking of good jobs, that sounds like a pretty cool job. Yeah, I mean, the, the, guy, I mean, the guy was telling me, and apparently he's karate instructor. He gets paid. He go, he goes around all over Southern California and dresses up as random Star Wars characters, and go. He goes to Angel Stadium and Dodger Stadium. And, I don't know where. Just is that like how the Star Wars? He's in. uh, There's this giant underground Star Wars world. He's telling me all about this this underground Star Wars world. It's it's uh, all all these people in like these weird cosplay things, and he's like super hardcore. So he wasn't. So he wasn't in it. He was Mm. just. um, He just like goes and dresses. He knows. Yeah, he knows. He knows people who are in like who who are in the movies. And he hangs yeah. out with it, with those people because he thinks it's super cool to hang out with this, these people. You should get into that gig. No. 
But I don't, uh, think I'm, I don't think I'm into Star Wars enough to even, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just not into that stuff. It's, I, I like it, but I'm not. I thought you are a big Star Wars fan. I'm a fan, but I'm not. I'm not like those guys. Those guys are. They're they're ri- they're deep. They're deep in the Star Wars. Yeah, they're they're way into it. I'm a I'm a probably a casual fan with everything. Yeah. So I have a list of things to go over that I've just kind of jotted down. And by the way, to the listeners, we missed last week. Lucas has been in Hawaii this last week. Kauai. So what? Kauai. Hawaii. Kauai. Kauai. The garden. And the garden so island. He's been on the vacation. He's still there. But luckily, he's making time while he's on vacation to do the podcast for you guys. I'm drinking Mai and... Tais and watching the sunset. It's great. Real quick. Um, so just to go over the podcast stats, we have 17 listeners per podcast. What? Which, I mean, I'm, honestly, I'm honestly happy about. <laughs> Um, what? Yeah, not bad, eh? And then I'm going to add the ad for Anchor or whatever. And then... What ad for Anchor? Like, so how it works is Anchor, if you do an ad for them, that's where they pay you like $15 for every thousand listeners or whatever. So I'm going to add that. And then to see... We're on our way to a thousand. Yeah, that's the goal. But um, yeah, so there's a few things that I want to talk about. Um, and I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna narrow them down. So there's the 2022 Oscar predictions for the Oscar predictions for this oh, year. Lord. And we can either go over that, or we can go over old Oscar wins and talk about those movies and who won and stuff like that. Do you have, um, I have some other stuff too, but it's kind of like looking at it now, I'm kind of like, it's probably not. So can we want... disagree that, that the Oscars are, the only good thing about the Oscars is it'll give you a list of different movies that you should probably check out that, that are probably pretty good in, in some way. You'll, you'll get something from it, but I think whoever the winner is it, it, it there's no real winner it's so subjective and dumb i don't know how i don't i don't i don't know that's just my view yeah i mean that. i don't know i don't know if there's like a, like really a way to have like an award show that isn't subjective and dumb like i think it's just no matter what there's going to be things you agree with and things you don't agree with and i agree with you it does give you something to watch or look forward to and I definitely feel like with like the critics and stuff like that, it's like it definitely gives you something to be like, okay, I want to watch this, or I don't want to. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. I, it's like if it has like a ninety percent Rotten Tomatoes, you, you you'd probably want to watch it more than say like, like for instance, I kind of wanted to watch Old, and um, that has like a fifty percent like for both critics and viewers. So it's like it kind of points you in a direction, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're. Totally if, it has, right. if it has fifty, if it has fifty percent with critics and viewers, it's bad. It's not good. If it has like a fifty percent with critics, but then eighty percent with viewers, you might want to check it out because it, it could be actually pretty good. Um, yeah. I really like I like actually the the audience reviews better than I like the critics reviews 
because I feel like the audience reviews they're geared more towards entertainment. So if if it's something that just like a good film, you watch it, you can be interested in, you can pay attention to it. It has some something in it that's engaging. The the audience usually shows that, but there have been some that the the critics will say is really really good, but then the audience gives it really poor. And I watch it, and then yeah, maybe it's great. I don't know, dialogue or cinematography or something. But but for the most part, it's 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 slow or boring, and you know, and it's not that great. So usually I look at both. If both of them are high. I'll go see it. If both of them are low and it's a movie I'm interested in, I still won't see that. I, I, I just won't see the movie anymore. I'll just wait until I'm really, really bored to go watch it or something. Yeah, the whole the whole critic thing is really kind of weird because even, I, I mean, I don't even know, for a lot of this, I don't even know how they come to the decision that they make. And what do you mean? Yeah, are, I just, are we talking about Rotten Tomatoes or what are we talking about? Yeah, like Rotten Tomatoes, or like for a while, I, um, for like music, for a while, I looked at this website called Pitchfork and they would give reviews. And that, that was pretty much like where I went, like kind of like where people go kind of for like music reviews. But they were just so like all over the place in terms of like whether I agreed with them or not. And I didn't really know, especially with music, I didn't really know how they kind of came to the review that they got. It was just very kind of like, I don't know. It was just... Well, the thing with music is what the song lasts like a couple minutes. So you can listen to the song and, and if it's something you like, you could listen to it and it's good. But with a movie, this is, you're investing hours in. So I, it, I think it takes a while to know whether or not this is going, it's going to be good or not, you know? Yeah. But I mean, with music, it's not only necessarily a song, it could be like the whole album. You know? I'm sure they do like eight, this song is really good on this album and if you listen to that song and it sucks probably the rest of the album is not that great either yeah like I'm listening I'm listening to a pod uh, in a podcast right now and it's like two writers from Pitchfork yeah and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to go to like another room so it's you're gonna hear like a door <laughs> but um yeah I listen to a podcast with these writers from Pitchfork, and I kind of knew this, but it's, I kind of have come to realize that, like, they kind of, to a certain extent, shape not only, like, what I think, what I listen to, but, like, what a lot of people listen to. And this wow, is mainly, go, like, 10 What's going on in your house? I'm, I, I'm, I'm changing. I'm going to a different room. Uh, I'm getting a drink. Tell like you're in a hundred But, um... <laughs> Oh man. Um, so you yeah, feel better. Like, uh, I'm on the balcony and my kids are banging on the window, waving at me. Oh, damn. Well, luckily I can't hear it. So, um, not yet. Yeah. So I think that they like kind of shape what I listen to, and well, I think a lot of people listen to. And this was like probably like more like ten years ago or more, you know, and. And same thing with movies, like with Rotten Tomatoes. I think it really does kind of, to a certain extent, shape what people like and don't like. But I don't know if it's like, um, I don't really know like how correct they are 
You know what I mean? As opposed to like, if I mean, it, how, this is just how it's kind of hard to explain. Well, like, I mean, what if it's just like I think in a lot of situations, like with with critic reviews, they might be like, you know what? Like, I really lo- like love um, a movie. I, I don't even know what's an example, but like. That may not be a very good movie, but that movie ends up doing like really well, and a lot of people get like really into that movie because of maybe like the critics or something. Daddy. And um, you know what I mean. So I think that what I think like, that what I, I think that Rotten Tomatoes essentially kind of constructs like what a good movie or a bad movie it is, but I don't know if it's like. They're necessarily right about it. You know, does that make sense? Like, well, um, like, like for instance, like Parasite. Like, I didn't really like Parasite that much. I don't really know what was so great about it, but because I you learn a lot about parasites, it, you learn a lot about parasites. Oh yeah, true. But you know, I don't know. Oh man, I don't really know. Like, I kind of have. I don't know if it was necessarily a great movie, but because they gave it a good review and like it did really well, you know what I mean. Yeah, that George. We're going well, to hurry. Well, I think that. Uh, George, I think I think the thing is with Run Tomatoes and. The, it's more about you get a, a percentage, and so that's why I think it's good, and you get a percentage of the audience, and the critics. So, I think there's a good chance, if both the audience and the critics give it like fair uh, a good a higher percentage and there's a good chance that you'll probably like the movie yeah that's true but like with like pitchfork for instance they don't do that so but yeah anyway i guess my point was is that i guess my point was is that like i I definitely think they this is probably more so with pitchfork than it is rotten tomatoes but i think they directed kind of what like a lot of people thought was like really good music or maybe even like kind of like, you know, top-notch kind of like good music, but it's like I don't necessarily think that they were right about a lot of it. I think that more like they just gave their opinion, essentially, than a lot of people like, fans literally got like famous off the website. But with Rotten Tomatoes, you're right, they give both like the audience and the critics. So the critics might say, oh, we love it, but then if the audience doesn't, that kind of shows you something. Yeah, with music, I think it's very tricky. Uh, The main thing I could think of with music is uh, I'll, I'll use I use example for me is is Radiohead. So there's a couple songs yeah. that are like a Radiohead, but then these albums that they'll come out and people say, "Oh my gosh, this album's amazing!" And I'll listen to it. And I have no idea I'm listening to. It's just to me, I I don't I don't know what is amazing. I don't understand what people see in it, and it just seems odd and and weird to me. But for whatever reason, these other people just love it and they think it's the greatest thing ever but i guess maybe i'm i don't know i i like kind of catchy songs or something and it just didn't didn't appeal to me yeah and that's that's kind of my point is like radiohead's a good example of a band where i definitely think that radiohead is talented and they, they even have not only are they talented but they have a lot of songs that i guess you could say like normal people or whatever would like um people who aren't like super deep into like music but then they'll also come out with some stuff that's like really crazy and weird and i and um that 
you know, you might not like, but like because the critics say it's good, I think they have like a big, a big, um, what's the word? Like a big um, influence on like what people listen to and what people think is like, you know, the best of the best or whatever. And I don't know if they're always right about it. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. I, I, you ever drink wine? Sometimes, not often. Yeah. So, when you drink wine, I, I kind of see that as with bands or music is you can drink this this bottle of wine that's you know maybe it's not the best or expensive bottle or whatever and it's kind of cheap and doesn't get a got a lot of great reviews but you really like it and then you get this other bottle that's super expensive and all these people are like oh this is the best wine you have to have this wine you try it. And you, you're just like, this is okay, it's whatever. But just because everyone's telling you this is the best doesn't mean for you it's the best, you know? So you yeah, might exactly. be better off drinking your $10 wine that you really like and enjoy as opposed to getting these other wines. And I, I think that has to do with people just being very snobby about or elitist about certain things. And if someone tries to tell you this is the best album or whatever... Sure, maybe, maybe, maybe listen to it is, but maybe you won't. You listen to it and it's crappy, and you listen to this other album that everyone says is terrible, and you really like it. So there it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think the point is, is it's all subjective, and you just kind of have to make up your own mind. But I think that sometimes it's hard to make up your own mind, like. And I think the reason why I'm kind of like even talking about this, I've thought about this recently is like how much is what I listen to and listen to or watch based on kind of for cultural reasons or because, you know, certain or because like critics like it or maybe even because other people like it. And like, I just am more into something because, you know, it's kind of like a cultural reason to like something as opposed to just like, I just enjoy it, you know? And are you talking about Is word of mouth? Like word, are you talking about word of mouth? Well, like for instance, um, <clears throat> like like well, like like you said, like Radiohead. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure at this point, I really do like Radiohead. I'm trying to think of like good examples, but like Moonlight might be a, a good movie to, to name. Like, so Moonlight was a movie that got like really good reviews. I didn't a like. Lot of I, I didn't get it. in the Moonlight. I I just it wasn't for me. I know you liked it, but I, I kind of wonder... No, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. No, that's what I'm saying. I know you didn't like it. Okay. But I kind of wonder if how much am I influenced by other people and what other people say, and if it's like some sort of kind of like buzz movie or whatever, and it ended up winning the Oscar. Or no, it ended up losing, but it got like second or whatever. No, it like... won. Oh, did it end up winning? I Remember they made a mistake? I... They said it was... Uh... That one uh, musical, and they go, "Oh no, sorry, it was it's Moonlight." Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I thought it was the other way around. I thought it was no. Moonlight one. Okay, so they ended up giving it to Moonlight. Yeah. And you kind of wonder how much people are like, "Oh, that was a really good movie because it won the Oscar," as opposed to if it didn't win the Oscar and it was just some random movie, would people be as into it? Myself included, and I wasn't even—I wasn't even super into it. But I mean, I might have not even like watched it if, it, if there wasn't like a buzz, you know. That's the thing, you know. <clears throat> I'm sure if you look at Moonlight, even Rotten Tomatoes might give it really high ratings, and maybe a lot of audience people will watch it. 
but it's not foolproof. You can go watch it and uh, maybe not really enjoy it. That, that's why I think, you know, with me, like, for instance, I was talking about the Titans before, right? I'm watching it because I'm generally interested in superhero films uh, or TV shows. I, I like the idea of that. So when I saw the critics and the audience gave it, like, positive reviews, I started downloading it, and, and I like it, right? With Moonlight, I, I didn't know what the story was. I had no idea what was going on with it. So I, I didn't read the synopsis. I just saw that it, it you know, won the best film, so that's why, that's why I watched it. But I'm sure if I read the story, I probably just wouldn't be really interested in that type of story. Now, if Moonlight was about, you know, a Marvel character or something, I'd be like, oh, it's sweet. Let's check this out. This is going to be awesome. And I probably like it, you know. So it kind of depends on what types of things you like to watch. Uh, you know, in general, dramas or the only thing I could, I could, ta- I could say is like movies are more slow, slower moving. I just don't really get into it, even if it is great acting and whatnot. I, I don't get into it. it. There has to be something in there that compels me to want to watch. Like a, a good example is The Father. Did you watch The Father? No, I didn't. Okay, so The Father is, you would think, and I didn't watch it at the beginning because I thought it would be one of these slower movies, you know, very drawn out. But if you watch it, the, it actually, I don't want to kind of give it away for you, but you start to like think what the heck is going on here this is so bizarre and it's kind of you're trying to so that kind of intrigued me and why i wanted to go watch it whereas it was something like moonlight it didn't really have that type of uh it didn't have that in there uh in fact, i don't even remember really what exactly happened to it but there wasn't anything that compelled me that i was really interested to keep me engaged uh to keep watching it and, and I think uh, you have to have something in there that I'm really interested in. So maybe, uh, not necessarily explosion, but I kind of like a, a, a mystery a little bit in there. I always, I love mystery type things. So I have something like that will kind of keep me engaged. So with the father, I didn't really get a, I just, from the trailer, I didn't really get a vibe that there was anything like bizarre going on. Is that like something um, that you realize like once you like start watching the movie? When you start watching it, you're like, "What the heck is going on here?" And it, you figure it out. But okay, I mean, so do you want me to tell you or no? Like, no, but like, there's some sort of twist, or are you talking about just the fact that he's he's like senile or whatever? Um, I'll I'll just, I'll, I'll just have to tell you so you know. So if you're senile, well, don't, don't, spo- don't spoil it. But I mean, wait, are you gonna watch it? it? Well, yeah, now I kind of actually do want to watch it. You're saying there's like some sort of like kind of twist that happens in it or something. It's not necessarily a twist, but there's something in there that keeps you engaged because you're like, what is going on here? What is happening? And then if I wasn't going to watch it, I would just say, just tell me, but I I actually kind of do want to watch it now. Okay. Yeah. But but like that, that's an example of a movie where I saw the reviews, I got good reviews. But it just looked like it was just going to be boring. It just looked like it was going to be about some, like a senile man, like his daughter. Or whatever. I, I, I thought it was going to be boring too, but I, there was enough mystery in there to keep me engaged into it, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. And that's yeah. something that like, I feel like I almost need. I, I've told you before, like, 
I feel like there has to be. There is. I, I don't want to say there has to be a twist, but I like. I like movies better like when you don't know what's going to happen, you don't know what's coming. And like an example, I guess I thought about that recently would be like maybe like Pulp Fiction or something where it's like there's not really like a twist or anything, but it's like you just really do not know what's coming next. But like with movies where you're like, oh, I kind of know, like basically from the trailer what's going to happen. It's just kind of boring to me to like kind of watch it play out, you know? Well, yeah, and the Pulp Fiction, the Quentin Tarantino films, uh, I, the way he does the dialogue is he's kind of building up to some big like cli- like climactic thing that's going to happen. And it kind of gives you like pulled in and you're excited to see what happens where these other films, I don't know, I just, I just don't get that from it. And again, I didn't think it has to do with your taste and what you like too. You know, it, for me, it's just not some of these other films. Uh, I, you know, I, I just don't get into them that much. Yeah. With that like, being said, though, do you want to actually go over this Oscar list? I almost say we do the twenty twenty two Oscar predictions list, and we'll just see what twenty twenty two. Like basically, it's the Oscars. It's the Oscars for this year. It's going to be you know. The actual, for for whatever reason, they call it twenty twenty two, but it's for twenty twenty one. But I have no idea because they would they wouldn't have they don't put out the the big heavy hitters until November. Well, no, well that's the thing is we 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 would essentially just be going over the movie before we saw it, like just and our thoughts on what we think about it. So so it's literally just a shot in the dark. Well, no, because I mean I would read the story to you, the director, the actors. Um, that's not going to tell me. I mean, you could you could tell me all these different things. I I would still have no idea. Well, if you'd rather, we can go over previous Oscar winners, and then we can talk about that and say what you thought about that and who should have won stuff. Well, we kind of talked about it. I mean, you can talk about the the last ones where Anthony Hopkins won over um, that guy who passed away. I forgot his name. He's the guy in Black Panther. You know, I didn't even realize that guy passed away until, like, after. Like, I just randomly looked him up and saw that he had died. I didn't even know that he died, like, when it happened. Yeah, that was really, really, really sad. Apparently, he just got cancer and nothing. By the time he found out about it, nothing he could really do. And he just kept acting and, you know, just went out. And it's really sad that he didn't, uh, because I watched his performance. He did a really great job in that film uh what's it called um mo ah, she's mo bottom blues or something like that or ma ramsey's ma rainey's ma rainey's a black bottom ma rainey's black bottom right did you see that one i did it was good oh was it well i'm gonna tell you right now i i liked it but again for some reason, it was definitely one of those ones that it's, and I guess I guess I'm contradicting myself because it's kind of one of those slower ones. It's just them talking, and I actually ended up uh, enjoying it. Uh, I like the dialogue, and uh, it it kind of reminds me of watching a play. So maybe that's the reason why I liked it. It, it reminds me of the style if you watch uh, Death of a Salesman. With Dustin Hoffman, if you ever watched that, like the old one, it's like it's that type of uh, uh, the way it's filmed. I haven't seen that. But... Yeah, so it's like you're watching a play. It, that one, if you watched it, you would be bored. 
It kind of reminds me of like that Fences movie that Denzel Washington Fences. Oh yeah, you it's, it's, it's the same. It's the same guy who did Fences. The same what director? Uh, I think Fences is also a play. So, playwright, same whoever did Fences wrote that play. The guy, like the guy who wrote it, because I know yeah. Denzel Washington directed it. Yeah, it's whoever wrote the play Fences was also the guy that did uh, Ma Rainey's. All right, real quick, I kind of just want to get to this so we at least touch on something, like, solid. So you want to go over, like, the, the previous Oscar winners and, like, the the um, the nominations, and we can kind of go over real quick, like, who we thought should have sure, won. Sure, go, go, go over real quick. I'll tell you. Okay. So last year, as you said, Nomadland won, but huh? you thought the father – or what did you think should win? It's What got nominated was the father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Nari, Mank, Sound of Metal, Mulraney's Black Bottom, Promising Young Woman, Tenet, Soul. Jeez, are these all the – Tenet? Wow, Tenet's on there? Are these all the – are these – these are – that's a lot of nominations. Um, Tenet, Soul, Another Round. My octopus teacher, Colette. If anything happens, I love you. And two distant strangers. Well, some of those I've never really... seen. I heard. I heard another round was good, but I haven't seen that one. That's like uh, fourteen movies. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know what the list. Oh That's wait, you know what? I think this is. I, um. Are you looking at something different? You, you... You don't know if all those got nominated? Some of those I don't think were nominated. Yeah. yeah I'm going to have to look for the Oscar. Well, what do you so, think about all those? So, who who so, do you think should have won or whatever? Okay, so for Best Picture, I would have done... I would have done No Man's Land... Uh, I'd say Ma, Ma Rainey's. I like Ma Rainey's, or you know what? No, I the one I liked the most was, was was the father. I'll say the father out of the list. Okay, so let's just go over this kind of kind of quickly since we're yeah. been out too much time. Yeah. So you you thought the father? I would say I would um I'd say Mank. No, I'm just kidding. I, I didn't even I didn't even finish Mank. Um, <laughs> you know I might as I'm. Last year was kind of a disappointment. I think mainly just because of you know COVID, there's a lot of stuff like got pushed back. But I don't know. I might say Nomadland or out of these, um, or Sound of Metal, and I'd probably go with Sound of Metal actually. I like Ma Rainey's though. I I thought Ma Rainey's really good though. I saw Sound of Metal. I was well. Ma Rainey's Ma Rainey's isn't even on here. It didn't even get nominated. Really? No. Huh. Not the best picture. I'll do the father then. You can still do Ma Rainey's, but um, no, if it's not up or... there, I'll just I'll just say the father if it's not nominated. I'll do sentimental, and then let's just okay. go to the next one. Yeah. So Parasite won for the year before, but there was 1917, Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, and Joker. And wait, and Little Women, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I agree with you on that. And I'm surprised that Parasite won, especially over that. But I would also say 1917 was very good. You saw that. Oh one. no, no, I would go with 1917. That's the one I would choose. Oh wow. Yeah. 
I would still go with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but no, I like 1917. I thought that was phenomenal. Best picture? Yeah, yeah I think so. I guess what I what I what I was asking, going back to the, what we were talking about before, let's just say. I don't know. Let's just say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or 1917 or really any of these movies. Let's just say they got no Oscar buzz. They got n- not even really good reviews. You didn't. Nobody really told you about them. Do you still think you'd go and like sneak it out and, and be like it was one of the best movies of the year? Or do you think there's a good possibility that you might not even look into it? You know what I mean? 1917, um, if it got no Oscar buzz, I would wonder why not. For that one, for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I would just think, and eh, just another Quentin Tarantino film that got overlooked. But I think there's a possibility that, like, I might, like, 1917, I might not even watch if it didn't get a buzz to it. I might just think, no, I would have watched it. I think, I think the guy that did it was, uh, Road, the guy, the director of Road to Perdition. He's good, solid, solid. Director. Yeah, yeah. So Sam I would have watched it. Yeah, I like Sam Mendes, would watch any of his films. Yeah. Okay. Um, did you like Joker, by the way? It was good. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I, I mean, he's not my favorite okay. Joker, but I thought the film in general was very good. Yeah. Okay, so next one would be Green Book 1, but then Black Panther's in there. Um, no, no, not Black Panther. Black Klansman. Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, no. No. Roma, no. A Star is Born, and Vice. What would you and say? Vice? Yeah. I don't even I, li- see I like I like Green Book. I would I'd agree with that one. That was kind of a surprising one because it was better than I thought. And I, I guess I didn't think it was gonna win. But um for those I'd say I don't know. That's not like a great year. Um, <laughs> I didn't like Bohemian Rap- Rhapsody. What were the other ones? I liked Bohemian Rhapsody, but I didn't think it like should have won. Um, the favorite Roma. A Star is Born. Born. Star is Born was good. That could be up there for it. Um, I, what are the other ones? Vice, A Star is Born, Roma, The Favorite. Oh, Roma. Rumble was was good, but I I don't know the foreign films. I I'm not I don't know. I, I it was good, but not my favorite. You know what? You know what Vice is. Vice was about um, what's his name, the vice old vice president. Um, oh for... yeah, that one. Nah, Dick Cheney. Did you see nah. it? Yeah, I saw it. It was yeah. fine. Yeah. Nah. Did you see the favorite? Yeah. It was fine, but nah. I didn't even see that one. But yeah, I guess I guess I'll just go with Green Book too, because I mean I, I, I like I'll, I'll stick with Rhapsody. Green Book. Yeah. I like Bohemian Rhapsody. I was kind of surprised that, that dude won. I mean he's kind of like come a long way since like Mr. Robot or whatever. Hmm. Rami Malik. Okay, so then next one. Well how far are you going back with this, by the way? Well, how far do you want to go back? Let's just do this last one. I don't want to go back any further. We've been, we've been, we've been on this for a while. We just started doing this, right? 
Yeah, but like, how long is this recording going to be? Well, do you want to just go to an hour? That means we have like eight minutes. Okay, we'll do eight minutes. I want to be okay. done in an hour. Okay. So uh, the shape of water, call me by your name, darkest hour, Dunkirk, get out, Ladybird, Phantom Thread, The Post, and three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Get out. Oh, wow. I thought that was like really overrated, but. I like get out. I'm going to go with. I didn't even see the shape of water, did you? I did. I didn't like it. Yeah, it looked kind it was of weird. It was weird. I don't I don't the guy was like or the woman's making love with some sea creature. Just weird. <laughs> I'm gonna go with three billboards outside Evan, Missouri or Ladybird, but three if I had to pick three billboards. Did you oh, see Ladybird? I did. Did you like that one? Yeah, it was good. It was fine. I like Get Out. I love that I guy. Get what's that, what's get the guy's, actually, what's the guy's name? Oh, I didn't Daniel like him. No, no, no. Well, he's a good actor. I like him. I like Dan- I like him a lot. But the the director. Oh, um, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Yeah, he's great. Love you know, Jordan he's Peele. coming out with. He came out with like a movie poster for like his next movie. What? Jordan Peele think, is coming out. I think he's the next like M. Night Shyamalan. He's the next like big uh, horror suspense guy now. He is. Yeah. I love his stuff. All right. So, speaking of which, or not speaking of which, it has nothing really to do with it, but did you see the Dexter trailer came out today? No. I Didn't they already have that out? It was like a teaser. They came out with like a full trailer. What, does it look good? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it does. It looks like the same, but it, I, I mean, I'll watch it. You excited about Basically, that? Dexter's Showtime is saying, you know, we got nothing really good coming on. Can't think <laughs> of anything. You guys want to get back together? <laughs> yeah, we might as well. We got we got nothing else going on. Let's just get back and let's let's just do it. Like just do it. They have what do they have? Like billions, and that's it. Or like I can't even think of anything. Besides oh, Showtime! Don't they have yeah, that right one now. show you like, Succession? No, that's HBO. Oh, that's HBO. Oh, Showtime! Showtime. And HBO and Succession—they're like kind of, I think, like going head to head. And Succession is definitely. Winning. I stopped watching. I stopped watching Billions a long time ago. Yeah, me too. It's pretty bad. But so okay, next one, 2016. Is Moonlight one? Nope. Rival fences. What? No to Moonlight. Okay, so Moonlight one, Arrival fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion. Oh, La La Land. I love, I love La La Land. So you were in, well. There's Manchester by the Sea too. You like that too, right? I like that more. Not for the whole film, but it was a it was a good job acting. But it was really depressing. For some, I don't know. Like for some reason, like I guess Casey Affleck does really play that part good. But I, in general, I don't know if I'd say he's like a really good actor. With you, in the movie he was, the yeah, both, both of them. It was extremely sad. If you leave there really depressed, I mean, then you did your job as an actor. 
which I is kind of weird. If you yeah. cry in a movie, I think they've like done their job, right? Yeah, if you cry or or if you laugh. Yeah, exactly. Job, right. So out of this one, I'd say you said La La Land. I'd say, yeah. Um, yeah, man, I didn't. God, kind of tough. Um, what Hacksaw Ridge? No, no. I might. I guess I'll agree with you on. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, it's a tough decision. La La Land or I don't. I might just stay with Moonlight. Actually, all right. Out of all those, okay. So 2015, Spotlight One, The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max, Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, and Room. What would you say for that? The Revenant? No, the Re- Revenant one. Revenant's not one of them. No, right? Spotlight One. The Revenant didn't win? No. Are you positive? Yeah, it's showing right here. Oh, yeah, Revenant. I Revenant. was surprised with Spot- that Spotlight won that year, and I would also go with The Revenant, one of the best movies. That dude, though, the director won for Birdman. He didn't win for The Revenant, but he won for Birdman. <laughs> Birdman was weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, we got a couple minutes left here. So, clock's ticking. The one before. You know what's kind of crazy? So that dude, that guy, Alejandro Inarutu or whatever, he did Birdman in 2014, and then he did The Revenant, came out in 2015. That's pretty surprising. But so for 2014, Birdman is one, and then there's an American Sniper, Boyhood, The Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, Selma, The Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. Ooh. Not the... Hotel one. That's a Wes Anderson. He's just too yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, Whiplash was good, but I think it was more good because the acting. What in the? You said Selma. Yeah, Selma. Oh, Selma. I don't. I don't know if I saw. Selma. I don't remember Selma. I know what it's about, but I don't know if I remember it. So obviously didn't stick out that much. What are the other ones? Um, Whiplash. The theory of everything. Selma, The Imitation Game, The Grand Budapest Hotel, Boyhood, American Sniper, and Birdman. I'm going to do The Imitation Game. I didn't even see that one. I like that one. Um, Is that Breaking Codes? I'm going to go with Whiplash on that one. Whiplash? Okay. Whiplash is good. That was a good one. All right, man. Well, it's almost an hour. All right, I think that's and good. If you, to, if you want to wrap things up, um, I guess we'll we'll try to get guests on if you want, like Andrew Minotti or actually, no, I talked to Jordan. <laughs> I talked to Jordan. Um, you want Jordan on? Yeah, we can talk with him about that reality show he was on. Sure, we'll talk to him uh, about the reality show. And he said yes, so I don't know if going forward we're gonna have. We'll try and get guests on. Is that what you want to do, or do you want to just keep it us for now? We have anyone come on. Doesn't matter to me. All right, man. We'll just figure it out. All right. This is friends from high school signing off. Bye bye. See you, man. Bye.